Look, I don't know how many of you are just ready for this year to be over and done with. You've had enough of it. You're counting down the days to get to January 1st because 2020 has left such a bad taste in your mouth. And honestly, just even the sound of 2020, you never want to hear again. You're waiting for 2021 to begin because, as we know, New Year's represent new beginnings. But I don't know that that's going to be the case. I don't know that things are going to magically, as much as we might, might want them to, are going to magically change and we're going to enter into a new peaceful era in 2021 as if we can just cast off all of the disarray of 2020. So that really gets our minds kind of thinking, what does it actually mean for us to enter into a new year? By trying to leave the past behind and chase on towards a more beautiful future. Well, it might turn out that for us as Christians, one of the keys for us to do this in a meaningful way is actually to dwell on the past. Well, I want to unpack that for us today on the episode, and I hope that as I do, you'll be able to understand that there is obviously a right and wrong way to dwell on the past, but if we can dwell on it in the right way, it will make a huge difference in living a life that is actually more pleasing to God than by pretending that the best way to move forward is never to think about what was behind us. I'm Kevin Morse. This is the Better Bible Reading Podcast. Hey friends, welcome to the Better Bible Reading Podcast, episode number 86. Kevin Morris here with you again, and I am so glad that you are tuning in, either if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, or if you're watching on YouTube, or if you're doing both. Maybe you are. If you are, that's very impressive. I don't know how you're doing that. But we are talking about dwelling on the past to the glory of God. And what this is, is a two-part episode the first is I wanted to um, really kind of review the year for the Better Bible Reading podcast, really for Better Bible Reading as a whole, because uh, those of you who've been with me for a while, those of you who venture forth to the website, betterbiblereading.com, will know that there is more than just the actual podcast episodes that you listen to every Thursday. Well, I want to do a 2020 review of the podcast and of the brand, Better Bible Reading. But I also, for the second part of this episode, want to try to do the same thing for you in your life. And this is where you are going to come in, not as an innocent bystander or just a spectator, but you are actually going to apply uh, some of the things that I'm talking about to your own life and hopefully in a way that's going to help you have a proper mindset of what this year has meant for you as a Christian, as a Bible reader, and what the year 2021 is hopefully going to mean for you as well. Okay, so this is a tall order, especially in one episode. Let me situate us in a passage that I think is so, so crucial for this conversation. That is in Philippians chapter 4. And I'm going to read 
verses 4 through 9. And I want you to really pay careful attention to what's being said here, because when I read this passage, maybe if you have somewhat of a sharp mind, you might read this passage along with me and say, this almost seems like it's teaching us to do the exact opposite of dwelling on the past. So let me read it first before I get ahead of myself. And I want to show you um, how we can actually utilize this without taking it out of context to uh, be helpful to us in our attempt here at kind of putting an end to this year and moving forward to 2021. All right, here's what it says. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. This passage I really appreciate for numerous reasons. And to be sure, before I tell you how we can use this verse to actually think about our past, I want to point out that this verse is certainly saying that we should not dwell in a mindset of sin. We should not be people who, like Paul says elsewhere, when when he actually encourages us to forget about what lies behind and press forward to what lies ahead, right? When, When that whole mindset is taught to us, we are told as Christians not to dwell on the past, not to think about our previous evil ways and our e- evil desires that perhaps we even fight against even now, but we should instead look to the things that are above, look to the things that relate to Christ and his victory and his glory, because that is what we are now called to. Same way, Paul says this in terms of thinking about what is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable excellent, worthy of praise. Those are the things that we're supposed to be thinking about. Those are also the things that we're supposed to be practicing, as it turns out, as Christians. That's what it means to live in the peace of God. Now, that is true. That is certainly a mandate for us to not look back and dwell on the past. However, this episode I very carefully entitled Dwelling on the Past to the Glory of God. There is a way to think about our past that is not what Paul is telling us to not do here or elsewhere in the New Testament, or even if you want to use another analogy here, you think about Lot and his family as they're rescued from Sodom and Gomorrah, his wife turns around and looks back at the city in almost a sorrowful, I wish I didn't have to leave all this behind, and then she's turned to a pillar of salt. That's not the kind of dwelling on the past that I'm talking about. In fact, Jesus even uses her as a warning for us when we think about the final judgment in the Gospel of Luke. Jesus says the very sobering words, remember Lot's wife, as a command for us to not be people who claim that we're Christians, but yet we actually have 
a special place in our heart for the wicked ways of the world, this almost secret love affair with, with wickedness. Okay, again, that's not what I'm talking about here. That's definitely not what I'm talking about. What I am talking about is a way for us to reflect on the goodness of God. The way for us to look at our past, this, this year in particular, we're talking about reflecting on 2020, in a way that emphasizes what kind of things? Well, the things that are true, things that are honorable, things that are pure, things that are lovely, things that are commendable, things that are excellent, worthy of praise. In fact, what we're actually being told here is not only a future motivation of looking at who God is and what he's going to do in our lives and the, the things that he's going to accomplish, but also to reflect, to, in a righteous way, dwell on the past, not the past as it is by worldly standards, but the past as God has proven himself in our lives, the past as God has shown who he is. So we could actually read this passage and say that we have a biblical mandate to reflect on our lives of all the times that God has shown himself to be true. Honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent, worthy of praise. And hopefully this shouldn't be a shocking reality to you because this is what we do when we pray. This is our prayers of thanksgiving. When we pray to God, hopefully, in the spirit of winter and Christmas, hopefully, Your interaction with God is not the Santa Claus prayer approach, where you pray to him by requests only. You assume that he is like a singer at a bar who is going by requests all night long. I'm here to answer your requests and play your favorite tunes all night long. Not really here for anything other than a surface level relationship, just here to entertain you. Hopefully that's not the kind of prayer life you have or the kind of relationship with God that you have. Hopefully you understand that prayer is not just asking for things, but prayer is also thanking God for things. We actually see this modeled in one of the most helpful prayers, not just the Lord's Prayer, but even Jesus' prayer in John 17 as the prayer of the high priest. When Jesus kind of takes the position of a high priest in that prayer, he prays for us. He prays in a kind of future anticipation way, but he also prays by thanking God for what he has already done. He prays to the Father and he glorifies him for what he has done. He is reflecting, he is dwelling on past things that the Father has brought to completion. Well, that's what we should be doing in our prayers, and that's what we should be doing when we try to reflect on our lives. So I mentioned the year 2020, you know, all of the t-shirts and all of the memes and everything else, the, you know, kind of consensus of 2020 is that this was a terrible year, and let's just be done with it, let's get away from it, and, you know, I understand that there's a sense of, of humor there. But there's also a sense of sadness because our culture, for whatever reason, thinks that we can bookend experiences and failures and all of that 
in a 365 or 366 calendar day year. And suddenly, when that ball drops on New Year's Eve, ushering in a new year, January 1st, that everything suddenly is, you know, changed for the better. And now we have all of these new motivations. Well, I talked about that two episodes ago when we were thinking about New Year's resolutions. And I said, okay, let's not throw that whole idea away. There's certainly a right way for us as Christians to do that. There's certainly a reason for us to appreciate new beginnings because God, as a God of grace, is one who grants that kind of a thing to us as Christians. That We don't have to live in our sins. We don't have to live in our failures. But at the same time, I think we have the wrong angle if we assume this year is a total waste and next year, therefore, is going to be way better. Well, I don't know if you've been following politics, but hopefully you um, at least realize the fact that things are not getting better. There is no sense of unity and in, in healing happening. The presidential election is still up for debate, still in the courts. There's so many things to that extent happening. So for us to think that things are going to magically be okay in the United States is, well, probably wishful thinking to put it mildly. All that to say, we as Christians, if we believe that God is good, if we believe that God is sovereign, that he's in absolute control of all things, if we believe that God is taking all events in human history, and trust me, there's been way darker events than what we're experiencing now, contrary to listening to the news media tell us that the world is about to implode and that this pandemic is the craziest public crisis to ever be in human history, contrary to all of that, God is still in control, and God has preserved his people through much darker times than today. And if that's true, then we really need to stop the mindset of saying, this year is a total waste, this year was almost one of those, can we just have a mulligan, can we just have a do-over, you know, we have a a surface-level kind of half-hearted attempt at at the sports industry to be saved. We have this incredibly modified manner of corporate worship. There's still many churches that are still not meeting together, and you have this kind of cyber world of church gatherings. I mean, just this completely crazy stuff. And as much as we want to throw that all away, we really need to actually look at what our life has been this year and look for the ways in which God has proven himself faithful. Look for the ways that God has been just, that he has instilled a greater sense of peace in our hearts, and how he is worthy of praise. If we actually take a step back and do that, we will run out of time before we will run out of reasons to rejoice in who God is. And this is how we dwell on the past in a way that is glorifying to God. Okay, so there's my massive segue here into this episode. And I wanted to do that because I wanted to just share some good news. I want to give you some good news. I want to give you some reason to celebrate with me. 
And one of those is actually looking at how much God has proven himself to be faithful in better Bible reading, especially in the podcast here. Take, for example, just looking at the podcast statistics, and I don't want to bore you guys with all of the technicalities and whatnot, but I just wanted to point out that when I look at the way that this podcast has grown over the amount of time since I started, even looking at just this year as a whole, I I look at the statistics and I can see a massive increase from a month-to-month comparison of 2019 to 2020. And so far, almost every single month, I'm seeing a three times increase. So just looking at 2019 to 2020, there is a three times as many listeners on this podcast as there was last year today. And and that's a very exciting thing. That's something that I'm very proud of and very grateful and thankful to all of you who have really uh, made it a point of the literally hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions of podcasts that are available on Apple Podcasts. You go on there. I mean, it's just a, a massive library of anything and everything you could think of. And the fact that you care enough about this show to listen and that the listenership has increased threefold in a year's time, and even before that, it's increased, you know, from 2018 to 2019, is just a a tremendous celebration. And I'm I'm so thankful for that. Uh, Very thankful to all of you for continuing to listen and seeing those numbers continue to grow because that just really represents the impact that I'm able to have and helping people read the Bible better. And so that that's such an encouragement to me. And seeing that in, in a year like 2020, where, you know, so many things have been counted as a complete loss, I'm able to look at 2020 and say that from a brand or from a business standpoint, the listenership of this podcast has grown threefold from what it was last year, is something that Maybe some businesses can say, or when you start talking about sales and all of that, you know, businesses could say that. But just as far as the impact and outreach that I'm able to have here increasing is not something that everybody can say. And so I'm so thankful to the Lord and to all of you listening that I am able to say that. And continuing to see that trend upwards is also uh, just a fantastic thing. Uh, Also, when I've looked at this year, in review, I, I think about the things that we have been able to cover. And when I look at all of that, it, it's a massive amount of content. And I'm saying that as somebody who, as of right now, only releases an episode every Thursday. And I've tried to really make that uh, just an absolute must. I want you to know that every Thursday you can get on your uh YouTube, or you can get on to Apple Podcasts, and you see a new episode populated from yours truly. I I love to be able to have that reliability. Um, And in that, we have seriously talked about so many things. I opened up the year by talking about my Bible reading plan strategy for 2020. Um, I have not... (laughs) exceeded my expectations by any stretch of the imagination for that. Um, Actually, 
my goal was basically to be able to read the Bible cover to cover three times and be able to do some in-depth study. And some of the things that I have uh, taken on this year um, have kind of put me in a position where my timeline didn't work out exactly as I had hoped. So whenever this year comes to a close, I would say that I've read the Bible two times cover to cover and was able to do some of that in-depth study. Now, in some ways, that's kind of a fail, right? Just to be honest with you. But in other ways, I'm still thankful because let's just say, what if I set the bar really low? What if I would have said, I'm going to read the Bible cover to cover one time. Now, by the way, if you've never done that before and that was your goal for this year, I'm I'm not trying to knock that at all. I said way back in January that if you've never done that before and that's something that you want to try to take on this year, then I really want you to do that. But I was sharing that for somebody that has read the Bible cover to cover uh, for multiple years in a row now and try to make that my bare minimum of one time through, that I really wanted to amplify things and do it three times and then some other stuff that now it turns out I'm going to finish the year by doing it two times and then some other stuff. But still, let's just say that I, um, having already met that initial goal of reading the Bible cover to cover one time, what if I said, well, that worked last year. I'm going to try to do that again this year. And that's just going to be my goal, you know, as a whole. Well, what if stuff had come up in my life that I wasn't expecting And then I was going to finish out this year saying, well, I didn't even get to read it through one time. Well, to me, that would be a fail because that would not be, you know, following my mantra of better Bible reading. That would be just sticking to what I always do and never trying to excel, never trying to improve. So I set the bar pretty high because I don't think that I've ever read the Bible through twice a year. I've, I have read it through once a year, I think since 2011. And so, you know, here I am working almost on my, my well, let's see, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. This, is my, this will be my 10th year doing that. So that's great. However, um, if I only made that my goal for just, you know, every year read the Bible through once, that's great. But I would like to say, after having done that for 10 years in a row, I think I should really try to step things up and do it at least twice. Well, I decided to say, that's not enough. I'm going to try to do it three times and then and then some. So that didn't work out. And again, here is my repentance to all of you listening, uh, because I did not uh, finish out 2020, even though it's only November. Um, I didn't finish out 2020 by hitting my goal, but I did still, because I set the bar so high, I still did exceed uh, my goal from previous years by reading it through uh, cover to cover twice and then some. So anyways, uh, that was the first episode of the year, and I'm just kind of looking through these uh, previous episode releases. Um I was able to cover a lot of things. We finished our study on Teaching Thursdays of um, Dispensational Theology and Covenant Theology, which was entitled Covenant Theology in a Dispensational Culture. We finished that up in the last part of February, and then I started sharing some uh, some sermons and, and Sunday school recordings that I had and then 
Let's see, when did we actually start? We started in September, beginning of September, with the series that we just finished last week, The Gospel According to the Old Testament. And I hope that you really benefited from that. If you missed that one, please go back and listen. You can find all of those. That was... Uh, September 3rd was the first release of that of that series on Teaching Thursdays, and uh, that, that one was a lot of fun. That one's just a whole lot of themes and study from the Old Testament kind of really compiled into one concept of the gospel, the gospel in the Old Testament and how Jesus fulfills that in the New Testament. So I tried to take... Uh, so many different elements of study in the Old Testament and compile it all into one um, kind of singular concept. So so hopefully you found that one to be uh, incredibly helpful to you. Uh, some other things that we looked at were a range of Bible reading tips, some question and answer things, some reflection on church history, uh, a, a Christian life mindset. That was something that I really tried to um, make an impact with, uh, talking about a balanced Christian life, uh, bearing one another's burdens, thinking critically as Christians. I mean, just kind of a wide range of, of topics, a wide range of ideas. And th- that was something that I was really able to start broadening out the content of Better Bible reading, not getting away from the the the, cent, the centerpiece of reading tips and helping you literally get in front of your Bible and read it with a better approach than what you have in the past. Uh, not getting away from that, but also expanding out to the Christian life and, and other things as well. So that was something that 2020 was really the floodgates open, not in terms of amount of episodes, but just in terms of the diversity of content. And so that's another thing to to celebrate and to be excited about uh, personally. One other thing that was kind of a, a massive uh, a massive jump was moving from an audio only format, which has been what I've been doing since day one on on the podcast. Obviously, it's a podcast; that's an audio thing. But taking that and moving it to video form and recording these. And that's uh, honestly been a huge learning curve for me, it still is, um, and uploading them to YouTube and trying to start growing the YouTube channel. Now, I will say this, the YouTube channel is a tricky thing to grow, and I'm you know, still seeing the podcast. If I would compare myself to some big names, you know, I would be nowhere on the list in terms of listenership and downloads and all of those kind of things that people kind of pride themselves on. Uh, well, that's kind of amplified to the nth degree on YouTube because YouTube is even more saturated than podcasts. And YouTube also takes into account the length of time that videos are played and how many minutes um, somebody listens to the video and how many subscribers you have, how many people comment, all that kind of stuff that um, doesn't apply as much to people finding me on the podcast realm. So that being said, um, the YouTube channel has not grown, honestly, as fast or as much as I would have liked for this year, but I do have a plan for that, and that's something that I'll share with you next week. But I will say that it is still personally an accomplishment and something that I'm thankful for 
that you all can benefit from is that you have now two ways to listen to this. You can listen to it as you have been um, in the audio format while you're while you're driving, while you're working out, whatever it is that you like to do as you listen. But if you're somebody that does like to take notes, kick back and relax and follow and, you know, figure out what I'm doing with my facial hair, figure out why the lighting looks weird because I'm still not, I'm still not good at uh, recording video as I would like to be. Then if that's you, then you can still sit back and watch these episodes. And that's something that you couldn't do up until just a few months ago. So Still, um, although things aren't growing as quick as I would like, um, I'm very hopeful for next year with some uh, new plans that I have in place, uh, which I do want to share with you. But all that to say, if I were to look at the year 2019 of what this channel looked like, what my accomplishments were like, I would be thankful to the Lord because there was a steady progress of growth in 2019. But when I look at this year, again, it's a huge growth. It's it's much more than what I saw in 2019. And I can only expect that it's going to continue that trend in 2021. So 2020 for me, for better Bible reading, for you as a listener, was not a failure by any stretch of the imagination. I can look at all this, and and because I'm a Christian, because I'm talking about the things of God, because I'm talking about the Bible, I can say that that God has been pleased to bless this podcast and to bless me with people who have uh, sewn into um, what I'm doing on the podcast. And I'll, I'll actually mention that now, now that I've brought that up, is that Patreon has been a huge help. Um, there are expenses as it comes to having a podcast. It's, it's actually, whether you, I don't know if you know this, but it's actually not free to get equipment that you need for this, to host your content with a um, hosting website, someone that actually publishes your stuff on there. I mean, there's there's a lot of kind of back-end stuff that I don't talk about on here. Um, but it actually takes a lot to get this up and moving, especially if you're a one-man show like yours truly. So that is a burden that I have to carry in a financial aspect. Well, my patrons at patreon.com forward slash better Bible reading have really been a blessing because even though I'm not 100% funded, um, those uh, patrons who have been supporting my work have significantly offset my costs. And I'm so, so thankful to all of you um, who have been supporting this show because you really do make it that much easier for me um, to kind of do stuff on the back end and make sure that that this channel and that Better Bible Reading as a brand is, is really situated in a way to where we can keep moving forward with more and more content and more accessibility for people as well. Um, so again, if that's if that's you, then thank you so much. And if you are considering supporting the show, then um, please consider going to patreon.com, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash better Bible reading. That right now is uh, still a temporary thing because I'm again I'm going to be talking next week about what 2021 is going to look like and what you can be excited about. But for now. That is the easiest, most straightforward way 
to support the work that I'm doing for the podcast and for the website as a whole. Now, again, speaking of the website, I'll say this very quickly and then we'll move into uh, the second and probably shorter part, shorter part of this episode, is that the website has been a work in progress for a very long time. It still is, and anybody who has a website knows that it's always a work in progress. However, I have uh, really tried at least three different ways of using the website. I've hosted it with three different uh, companies, and um, I've built it all three times. Um, Building websites is something that's pretty straightforward for me. I've been doing it for a number of years for different churches and and for myself personally. So it's not a matter of the technicalities, but it's the matter of what I want the website to have, what I want you to be able to have when you go on to the website. And earlier this year, I think it was, let's see, it was, I could tell you in just a minute. Let me look here. It was way back in July. Yep. In July, I started the process of moving the website to a different hosting site because that hosting site was going to be able to do a whole lot of things in the future that just weren't available on the the other hosting site that I was using. So literally, I rebuilt the entire website and uh, still in the process of moving over some older articles and uh, some web links, which by the way, let me just say this as a matter of apology. If you've listened to older episodes and I point you towards a URL, if I say, hey, go to betterbiblereading.com forward slash this, whatever this is that related to that episode, and you've tried to do that today and it doesn't let you, then that's why. It's because um, I'm having a little bit of difficulty uh, moving over some of that, the, the way that websites communicate with each other, it doesn't happen uh, as easily as you would like at times. So my apologies uh, if that is you, and I am still in the process of trying to move over some older content to the newer website. That being said, if you have never been to betterbiblereading.com, please take a moment to check it out. It is right now um, as up to date as I'm able to have it. And it has um, a much cleaner look. It is a whole lot more user-friendly to those of you who um, don't really use your computer all that much. You kind of do all this kind of stuff on your phone. The older website wasn't as um, user-friendly for people on their phones, or there were some pages that wouldn't work as well. This one is totally uh, mobile-friendly. So please uh, take a moment to go there and check it out and just see um, these podcast episodes are uploaded in written show note form as well as the YouTube videos um, whenever they go live. So that's somewhere that you can go to stay up to date with that stuff as well. So please uh, you know, take advantage of going to betterbiblereading.com and check it out. And with that being said, I'm going to leave that there because what that is is just a simple from a from a business standpoint, from a podcast host standpoint, um, these are things that I can look at this year and say, even though there's been all the political craziness and the health crisis and a presidential election, 
and a totally different at-home dynamic that so many of you have been experiencing with with school and with work and with work from home versus going to the office and with public events and sports and all that kind of stuff, that God has still been pleased to have a level of consistency with this podcast. And again, I'm so thankful for that because I'm here to serve you as listeners, as students, as people who are trying to grow in their Christian life. And my hope is just that I would be able to do that even more so moving into next year. But I'm doing that with a great deal of hope and a great deal of thankfulness to the Lord because he has really grown this tremendously from where it was at the end of 2019 to where it is today coming to the end of 2020. Okay, so if we take that mindset and apply it to your life, what I hope is the case is that in your own life, you are able to do what I've just done and cut through the noise. I want you to cut through the political noise. Cut through the cultural confusion. Cut through the pandemic distraction that bombards you every single time you turn on your TV, look at your phone, try to enter a public building or a private business, cut through all of that and ask the question, how has God blessed me and my family? How has God grown me and my family in the year 2020? Another thing that's helpful to note is that 2020 didn't begin in March when all of this pandemic stuff came to the forefront. We actually had two, even two and a half months before all of that. And I don't want you to forget about those months. But just remember that we're talking about January all the way to now, first of all. And second of all, the year didn't end and come to a screeching halt in March either. God still rules and reigns with all authority, and he did in March, and he did January 1st as well. I want you to cut through all the noise and think about the ways that the Lord has blessed you. It's not a matter of if he has. It's a matter of if you are too busy, too anxious, and too distracted to notice. Let's pivot back to the text that I read earlier, because this is what we're told. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything. By prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. That is to say, if we take a step back and ask God to show us, if if you are scatterbrained right now, if you have a bad memory of good because you've been too anxious and too distracted by all the bad and all the negativity and all the hysteria, then what you're told is not, shame on you, you're a bad Christian. What you're told is, you need to come to the Lord in prayer. You need to come to the Lord in thanksgiving. You need to come to the Lord in supplication. You need to come to the Lord and ask Him to help you have this proper mindset of His goodness, of His faithfulness. 
and you're told that if you do that, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And then that will motivate you and pivot you towards what Paul tells us to do of thinking about whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, etc. Okay, so don't feel like you are a failure if you're not able to look on the bright side of things, to put it very generally here. Instead, you actually have a remedy given to you in this scripture passage if you have been too burdened, too anxious, too bombarded by the troubles of this year to actually see the goodness of God. You're not told to give up. You're not told, shame on you because you've given up. You're actually told, here's your remedy. And that's what I want to share with you. Here's your remedy to do what I've just done using the website and using the podcast as a, just a general example to look at, to track, to follow the goodness of God through your life in 2020. Because if you actually take the time to do that, you will be surprised and you will be comforted to realize all the ways that God has been good to you. Not to mention the fact that you're alive listening to this, just as a very simple example. Okay, friends, so that wraps things up for this episode. Now, I want to tell you where we're going in the future. And to do that, I have set aside an entire episode next week, which will also be the last episode of the year 2020. I'm going to take a break for the month of December to enjoy some time off and enjoy some time with my family. I encourage you to do the same, although don't put your Bible down. Make use of reading your Bible, maybe even more so in December than you have in the previous months of this year. That's what I plan to do as well. But I want to be rest, rested and refreshed for 2021 because this website, this podcast, Better Bible Reading as a whole, is going to, well, to put it lightly, is going to greatly increase its productivity and its outreach and its content and its accessibility to you, the listener. And if you want to know what that looks like, if you uh, have missed my subliminal messaging that I've been throwing in uh, several podcasts uh, throughout the last couple months, then you will want to listen next week for the final episode of the year. Well, I will, I will share with you all the things that you should be looking forward to for better Bible reading in the year 2021, if God would be so kind. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Bible Reading Podcasts. Thank you for your continued listening support. Thank you for your financial support. And thank you for being a wonderful audience for me to speak with every single Thursday. Have a great rest of your day. God bless.